I wanted both. I wanted to spend all this time with my children, but I wanted to be able to spend that time the way I wanted to be able to spend with them and not yes. feel like, oh, I wish we could do this, but we can't. <laughs> Welcome to the Capital Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Brinkley. Each week, we hear from stay-at-home moms who earn at least $2,000 per month without having to miss out on any of the precious moments with their kids. I am so excited to be here with today's guest, Jensi and Casey. She is the mom of two wonderful boys who are one and three years old. She is a pediatric sleep consultant that works with families with children up to age four to meet their ideal sleep situation. She is two years into the business and earning between three and $5,000 a month. Welcome to the show, Jensen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am just so excited to hear about how you even became a sleep consultant and what exactly that is. Because I'm thinking I definitely could have used a sleep consultant in the early days. Thank goodness now my son, like he's on a very good sleep routine. But he wasn't. I don't know how I would function because for the first four months of his life, I mean, you know, he was such a new baby and everything, but we were just mm-hmm. teen and I was not getting very much sleep and I just know that I wasn't functioning well. So yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that, but I wanted you to share. Um, you had said that after you had your second son, you decided you wanted to be home with both of your kids. And I want you to tell us about what kind of work you did before you decided to stay home with them. And then what led up to you becoming a sleep consultant? Yeah. Um, so before, so originally back, um, when I was kind of deciding what to do when I went to college, what to major in, I told my parents I was going to college to be a good mom. And my dad said, I'm not going to pay for that. I said, <laughs> well, joke's on you because you are. So I went originally to be a preschool teacher. I have a master's in early childhood special ed. Um, but when it came time to actually like almost graduate, I felt like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't love being in the classroom all the time. It just, it wasn't for me. So I kind of switched gears and went to early intervention, which was very similar to what I was doing, but it was just with children zero to three um, that had a variety of different medical needs, um, developmental delays, some very minor, like some were preemies that came in and we were just monitoring them to make sure that there were no lasting effects from birth all the way up to a very serious um, medical diagnosis or um, anything like that. There's such a range of children that we work with. So I went into early intervention and I loved it. I loved working with families. I loved working with children. You got to see really the whole picture of kind of why things are happening and what you can pinpoint to help. And I found that really nobody was sleeping. That was a very big thing. Nobody was napping. No parents were sleeping. The children weren't sleeping overnight. So once I came in and one of the first questions I would ask was, well, how do they sleep? And I'd say, well, not great. So I'd say, okay, let's tackle this first because you both need the extra energy to be able to do all of these skills. Like if your baby is just trying to stay awake during the day, like, they don't have anything extra to give to learning all of these new develop- yes. developmental milestones. So once we got the sleep under control, everything else, I mean, started to fall into place. There were definitely, it wasn't just that they were delayed because 
they weren't sleeping well, but it definitely, I saw a huge correlation between sleeping well and being able to use and learn all of these new skills that were coming in. So once my, I knew I was going to have my second son, um, they're 20 months apart. So they, two under two, I was like, you know what, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> and I wanted to be home with them. I, I had my children so I could, you know, enjoy them and be home with them. So I knew I wanted to do something, but we still needed income. We still, still had bills to pay. We still had a house to live in. So I um, wanted to look for something from home, but that was very similar to early intervention. I loved the family piece of it. I loved the parent coaching part of it. Um, so I was just Googled like early intervention from home. And um, a woman came up that used to work in early intervention and then transitioned into sleep consulting. So she was so nice. She hopped on the phone with me, kind of explained what that whole transition was like for her. And I signed up probably like a week later to do the sleep consultant training that she did. And I haven't looked back. It was, I was about 20 weeks pregnant with my younger son when I went to the training in, uh, in Florida and started from there. Oh my goodness. Well, I love how, you know, you didn't set out looking for, okay, how can I be a sleep consultant? But you were looking no. How can I do intervention stuff from home? And mm -hmm. led you to the sleep consulting, which you had already had a passion for helping families. Yes. That sleep was so important. So that is awesome that it worked out like that. Now, yeah, fell into my lap. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said you had to go to Florida for the training. So, how far is that from where you live? And how, how did you kind of manage that with a young child and, you know, or young children? Yes. Um, so it's about, I mean, the plane ride is probably a, about three hours. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Um, I'm not a traveler. <laughs> My husband and I are, are both not travelers. We don't love planes. So I was very anxious for that on top of leaving my 18 month old home. Um, yes. I mean, my husband is wonderful, but it's, no one does it like mom, I guess. So it's, there's a lot of, a lot of anxiety around it, but I knew like this could be huge for our family. I've never gone on a trip on my own before either. So there was just wow. so, so many things that were happening at the same time. Um, but I, I just, I had this feeling that this, this was it. This could really be something um, that I could do and I could do well. So I, yeah. I didn't want to hold back and not pursue it because you know, because of thinking that I was the only one that could take care of our son, or I was the right. only one that, you know, could, I don't know, make him the breakfast that he liked. <laughs> and how long did you have to be gone for that training? How long it you? was, it was three full days. I, well, maybe a little bit longer. I left on a Sunday afternoon and I came back, the training ended Wednesday afternoon and I hopped on a flight an hour later because I just couldn't wait to get home <laughs> like I gotta get home yes oh yeah <laughs> so at the time you know that three full days it probably seemed like oh my gosh this is such a long time how can I leave my little oh yes but now looking back I mean that was such a short period of time that <laughs> it was worth it and then once you had the training how long did it take before you were able to implement it and start earning income as a sleep consultant? 
So there was with this, I chose this particular program because there was a lot of training that went into it. We had the three day intensive, but then there was an additional three months of training that we had to complete um, until we could get our certification and really kind of graduate from the program. So I officially opened, I mean, part of part of the certification was that you had to work with clients. So as soon as I got home, I kind of got started and I knew I had signed up in November. The training was in April. So I had some, I knew that this was what I was going to do. So I was slowly starting to kind of introduce it, talk to people that I knew, uh, hint at it in my social media. So it, it wasn't too out of left field when I came home. Um, but it was probably, I had, you had to have three clients by the time you graduated after those three months. So I had those three clients and then it's kind of on my own to, to find, to continue to find clients and continue to build this business. So it, it was a very slow start, um, with two, you know, being 40, 38 weeks pregnant and trying to find clients and trying to take care of a 20 month old. And it, it didn't, I, I was hoping for this amazing, you come out and you're making $5,000 a month. <laughs> and it, was, right. it was not that. Right. So it takes a little while to build that up at the beginning. But one thing yeah. I like about the training program that you're talking about is that you had to put it into application before you even got the certification. Yes. You had to already have the three clients in order to graduate. So that already set your business up as a success. And you and yeah. had referrals and testimonials to, you know, promote yourself with. So exactly. Some of the trainings that I find for different things, they're great, great information, but there's really no like accountability or application piece. And so it's just exactly. okay, take the info and just go start from scratch. And you're just kind of like, wait, I need a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So this sounds really good that, you know, you got that application piece. And so in the beginning when things were slow and it wasn't like, oh, I'm making $5,000 right out the gate. Did you feel like giving up? Did you feel like, oh. <laughs> I mistake, should I do something else? It was very, very rough. I didn't, I, I wouldn't say that I had postpartum with either one of my boys, but with my second son, it, it, it was, it was very hard. I was up late nights trying to figure out why am I not getting, like, where should I be going? Who should I be contacting? Why am I not getting the clients and the income that I'm looking for? Um, I mean, he was a newborn, so he was up at all hours. I would try to, I mean, he slept well because I was a sleeping salt and I knew what to do. Um, but he was still a newborn. So he was still waking up, you know, every three, four hours at night. Um, I would be looking at jobs, like, I would do all of the things that I was supposed to do as a sleep consultant during the day, but panic would set in at night and I would start yes. to look at all of these jobs online and crying to my husband that I made a big mistake. I left my job. Why did I think I could do this? This was, who am I to start a business? So there was a lot of self-doubt so, so much, but yes. every morning I would try to just come back and say, okay, this is a new day. Like what, what are we going to do today? So there are so many points that I wanted to quit and give up. But now looking back, I'm so, so glad that I didn't. It just, I mean, it's part of the journey. It's its kind of, it wasn't fun then, but it's fun to look right. at 
look back and see, okay, this is how far I've come. And I, it's amazing that that's happened. It really is. And I'm curious. So in those times when, you know, you would be crying and everything, how was your husband with all of this? Was he super supportive of it? Was he kind of skeptical and kind of wanting you to go back? How was he dealing with all of it? He was, he was good. I mean, to me, there was nothing that he could have said that would have actually made me feel better. It was one of those situations. So most of the time he was, he was very supportive saying, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. You, you know, you invested all of this time and money into this new business. Like I really want you to see it through. Um, he is very big into like manifestation and thinking grow rich and all of these things. So I just wasn't at that point to hear that. So he right. would try to encourage me, but I just blocked it out because I just felt like he was, he was just preaching to me and, you know, <laughs> how do you know better than I know? So I definitely could have been more open at that point, but there were some days where I would just, you know, I'd be crying at 3am. He's like, then just go back to your job. You know, it, it was yep. just like I'm trying to help you, but if you don't want that help, then just, go back to your job. And I was like, well, I can't go back to my job. And he's like, okay, then don't, I'm not sure what to tell you here. So he was very supportive, but I think I, I was having a hard time taking in that support. Right. I can totally relate to that. (laughs) You mentioned a little bit about the, the financial investment to, you know, get this business launched. How much do you think somebody would need to put into it, you know, to start a sleep consultant business, including the training, because I mean, most people are not just going to be like, I know what to do and start it. So if they did the training and, you know, if they need to structure their business, about how much money does someone need to get started in this? It's really going to depend on what their background is and what kind of what they want to make out of this business. I know, you know, I'm a person that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and and make a lot of money. Some people are, I want to do one to two clients a month and, you know, just like a little extra income so I can go to Starbucks or, you know, whatever it is. So it really depends on kind of what what you're looking for. Um, I say it depends on your background, too, because I have no business background. I knew nothing about business. So those kinds of things, having hiring a business coach, um, having someone help me with my social media, which I didn't for a long time, but like investing in like, how do I post on Instagram? How do you know, just like some small trainings at first. So but if you know, social media, or you, you know, you feel totally confident in it. Those are some things that you might be able to skip. If you already know the business aspect, and you're just learning the baby sleep aspect, that's a little bit different where I knew the baby sleep aspect, but I had no idea about business. So with the training, I mean, I would say base level would be between like 10 and $13,000 that I, I think I initially started with. Okay. But it, they made it manageable. So it wasn't like you pay it, today. You could make payments and yeah. sort of thing. Okay. And, you know, I think when I was there, when I was first starting to, figure out, okay, what can I do from home? So I have to leave my baby and we can still have the income because we needed that. Um, It was so hard for me to wrap my mind around 
that I would spend money to earn money. And it was so, I felt so much, I don't know if it was just guilt or just like, I don't know if this is a good choice, you know? Yeah. When I see the benefits, you know, and you make that investment and the return on investment that you have, because uh, when I was reading your information and you told me that you sent, that you spend about 15 hours per week and, you know, you're making this type of income, uh, three to 5,000 a month with 15 hours a week (laughs) and you've got the two little ones. So this is something that as they get older too, and if you want to, you can expand. And if you wanted to put 40 hours a week into a point, I mean, your income is going to grow so much. And that is what I'm finding out is there are so many opportunities, you know, and I grew up just thinking, okay, you go, you go get a job, a state yeah. job, and yeah. that's how you earn your money. And now I'm just seeing that, wow, there's just so many different ways. And this is how people grow, not just an income, but they can grow wealth this way. Yeah. And you have the choices for your family, you know, because what tell us a little bit about what it means to you to be able to have the flexibility and stay home with your kids it's it's amazing i mean i really i've gotten to know them so well and just like what makes them tick what works for them what doesn't work for them um i mean this is the life that basically i always dreamed of i i didn't I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And I told my husband this when we first started dating. And he said, eh, no, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to swing that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I wanted to spend time. Like I want to have children to spend time with them, to watch them grow and develop because that's, that's my thing. I love watching them learn new things and figure things out and say these ridiculously funny things that I would never expect <laughs> for them to say. Um, and just the way they play together too, that they're, they're very sweet sweet boys and they they love each other and most of the time I mean they you know siblings can can be a little much and you're with the same person all the time but they they adore each other and it's just it means so much to be able to to do these things but I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom that felt limited that felt we can't go anywhere we can't do anything we I would love to take you to the zoo I would love to take you strawberry picking but we don't have the money so I wanted to make sure that there was also this level of I want to be a stay-at-home mom but I want to have the freedom to do the things that are fun and that you know kind of are all about childhood and it's not about spending a lot of money but it's you know the memories and the time that you can spend if you can drive to the beach and play around you can go on these kind of fun adventures you know so I I just didn't want to I wanted both I wanted to spend all this time with my children, but I wanted to be able to spend that time the way I wanted to be able to spend with them and not yes. feel like, oh, I wish we could do this, but we can't. <laughs> yeah. And society, I think our society really tells us like, you have to choose one or the other. Yeah. You can be a stay at home mom, or you can work a lot of hours and make a lot of money. And when I decided to stay at home, it was a similar situation. My husband at first was like, when I told him when we were dating, you know, yeah. 
kids. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. That's my dream. He was like, this is not the 1950s. Yes, yes. <laughs> he said, um, you know, nowadays you get to two parents to go to work. Well, I do agree that, you know, we do need more income now than back then. Mm-hmm. Our society, I mean, it is just not talked about very much how, as moms, we can earn so much income, but also in such a flexible way. And I have found that being at home has been such a blessing to my husband. And so, mm-hmm. and that's what he realizes now is he does not want me to go back to a job, at least while our son is young, because he just sees that our household is calmer. We're not rushing to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, having to figure out, okay, who's going to take off work when the yeah. little guy's yeah. sick? Who's going to go yeah. to this appointment? And it's just a more calm and relaxed state. And now he sees the benefits of that. He's like, okay, I like you to do this. You know? Yes. And even, I mean, pandemic, like that was never something that any of us could have known, but It was a really easy transition because I was already home. We didn't have to decide who's going to, how are we going to make this work with two people that work full time outside of the house transitioning home? Exactly. How are we going to, yeah, it just, it was very seamless. He came home. I was still with our boys and everything, you know, everything was the same. So it really didn't, it, it wasn't a hassle. It wasn't a stressor. It was just, we rolled with it and it was a lot easier to roll with it because I was already with them. Awesome. Well, I wanted to ask you um, back to the sleep consultant um, business. What is kind of like a typical day or a typical routine for you? Um, and, and how do you handle, you know, the day-to-day tasks? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I guess, I just talk through the whole day. So um, I get the boys up, they eat breakfast. Well, we all eat breakfast. And then they, I set them up with an activity, sometimes some screen time, they'll play and I'll answer morning emails. So every morning I will check my client's logs, see how the previous day went, respond to questions, ask them questions, um, just to kind of set the day off right. Then we have a chunk of time where we'll play, eat snack, go somewhere, do whatever. Um, and then we, they eat lunch. They both go down. My older son doesn't nap anymore, but he does rest time the whole time. My younger son naps and that's when I work. So I have about three hours in the middle of the day that I work, um, answer emails, do podcasts, um, do, you know, phone calls with clients. Maybe I'll do an Instagram live, whatever it is that I have on, on the agenda that day. Um, they'll wake up. We'll do some more things, eat dinner. My husband gets home about 5.30 from 6 to 7. I have another hour to work, catch up on whatever I didn't finish, maybe some more client phone calls, and then we put them to bed together. So there's really very little time during the day that I'm not actually with them that they, you know, in the morning, they know, like, I have to work, I have to answer work emails, but they'll just come into my office and play on the floor Today they colored a cardboard box. They made a race car while I while I worked. So it's they know, you know, that's kind of mom's time to work, but really the rest of the day is devoted to them. So I don't feel 
I don't feel too guilty about that time because they also need time to be independent and to plan their own and grow and develop. Um, but then the rest of the time they have me pretty much undivided. So it, it took a long time to get there and not feel this constant pull of, but what if my client, like they respond to the email, I should respond to it right now versus my, my son saying, play with me, do Legos, do this. So <laughs> it definitely was, it was a hard thing to just set those boundaries, but I'm so glad that I did because now it just, the day just flows so much smoother and I, I have more energy to devote to things when I actually need to devote to them. I'm not constantly split and trying to please everybody. And is your business, um, do you actually go to clients' homes like at nighttime and help them with their bedtime routine or is it all virtual? At times, I do have an in-home package where I um, probably, I'll try to limit it to, to once a month that I'll book them, um, but I will go and I will help clients through bedtime routine. So I would go, I say six to 11. Um, we talk about bedtime at first. I do the actual routine with them, get them to, you know, help them through that sleep training process night one and then um, leave at 11. So that is, that is something that I do, but most often it's virtual, which is nice because I've helped people around the U.S., some in Canada. So it definitely can, it broadens my outreach a lot. Yeah, that is, that is really neat. And I, this has been so good for me to hear because since my son is two and, you know, you've got the young ones, it's just so good to hear from a mom who is doing it with two young children. <laughs> Do you have any advice for our listeners who they need to earn income for their families, but they also want to be home full time with their kids? Do you have any advice for those moms as they're trying to figure out what can I do? Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is like, what do you like to do already? What are you good at? What is motivating for you? Maybe you love to bake with your little ones. Maybe starting, you know, a like cake or cupcake business. Do you love to, I don't know, this, I shouldn't have started this sentence because I'm not sure where to end it, but what, what is it that like really drives you already? I loved working with families. I loved talking about baby sleep and I could do that forever. So this, this is just a natural business for me because I like to do it. It doesn't really feel like work where if I had to do something just to feel like I had to make money, I don't think it would be worth it because it would just be a struggle to get through the days and like, oh, it's time for me to work instead of like, oh, great. This client's been a little bit tricky. Like, how can I figure this out? What, what am I missing here? So definitely go for whatever already drives you already interests you. And then just have a really great schedule. If you have a spouse or a, a partner, any family that can help having a really set schedule will also make that easier. So, you know, you're not feeling split, you know, okay, this time is devoted to my children. This time is devoted to my business. And there's no, you're not trying to fit it in, in between other times, because that's when it's really going to kind of fall to the wayside. And you're just, you're going to lose interest. You're going to lose momentum. That's so good. And how can our listeners reach out to you if they want to learn more about becoming a sleep consultant or they might want to call you to find out how can I get my kids to sleep? <laughs> yes. Um, so you can email me um, 
My first name, Jensine, J-E-N-S-I-N-E at bboniconsulting.com. Um, you can check my website, bboniconsulting.com, or I'm on Instagram, mostly bboni. And we will have links to all of those in the show notes. Jensine, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. This was so fun. The goal of this podcast is to inspire and encourage as many moms as possible to design their lives in a way that allows them to have freedom and flexibility to spend as much time with their kids as possible and earn the income they need for their families. You can help me reach more moms by subscribing to, reviewing, and sharing the podcast. I love connecting with my listeners. So reach out and leave a review. If you have an idea for someone who should be a guest on the show, or you would like me to find a guest in a specific field, let me know. I'm here to serve you. Join me next week for another episode of the Capital Mom Podcast.